0: What's up, enterprisers? Welcome to episode 105 of the Enterprise Now podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and transform business owners and entrepreneurs into success. That is what we do. We help folks launch, grow, and maximize. In this episode, I talk with Maxwell Ivy. Maxwell grew up as the son of Carnival owners and later started his own company called the Midway Marketplace. Maxwell is blind, but doesn't let that stop him from achieving success and helping others do the same. We talk about how each one of us has our own unique story and journey and how that makes us different, but not better. We also chat about having no excuses and getting things done. All right, let's dig in. All right, Maxwell, can I get an oh yeah?
1: Oh yeah. (laughs) I started off bad, but
0: I ended well. That was different. (laughs) I can't say. I was not expecting that one. But thank you. Thank you for that. That was awesome.
1: I'm sorry. I hope I didn't ruin the show for you, but we'll see.
0: (laughs) Time will tell if it's all downhill from there.
1: There you go. (laughs) As with any show, we will find out when it goes live and the comments start coming in.
0: There you go. First of all, Maxwell, as I do every week, I want to thank you for taking the time out to share your experience and your wisdom with us, because I understand that you have about a million things that you could be doing, but Instead, you chose to be with us. So for that, we say thank you.
1: Well, hey, I want to tell you how much I appreciate you doing this show and giving me and and other people like me an opportunity to share our experiences and hopefully help the people that are listening so that they can create their own businesses, their own stories, and possibly be the next guy up on this show, say, six months or a year from now.
0: Fantastic. Now, the first thing that I always like to lead off with is for my guests to tell us about themselves. Now. When I say that, feel free to go all the way back to the day you were born or you can start more current day. Tell us about yourself.
1: This is becoming my most difficult question to answer because I always have to look at the clock, the length of the show and figure out what to leave what to put in and what to leave out. I am a totally blind gentleman who is the son of carnival owners from Texas. My family has been in the business for 3 now 4 generations with my cousins. We used to put up carnival rides and games all over Texas and the Southwest, Southeast. After my dad died, me and my brother Patrick weren't able to keep the business going, so we joined up with my uncle's carnival. And eventually, I realized that I did not want to be a part of somebody else's midway, and I started my own thing, which is helping people sell uh, new and used amusement rides and other related items. Created a website called the called the Midway Marketplace, and that's uh, like eleven years old now. In the beginning. I had to learn how to hand code HTML, recruit clients, set fees, write copy, manage social media, do email lists, uh, record videos, and everything else. And people like Max, you're blind. You could sit at home, watch TV, and eat Cheetos if you wanted to. But because you show up anyway, we're really inspired by you. We want you to share more of your experiences and hopefully inspire us even more. So that led to me starting a second website, which is The Blind Blogger. And over there, I basically recount experiences from my life and then share what lessons I learned from her or what lessons I think other people can learn from them. Along the way, I've written three books, Leading You Out of the Darkness into the Light, It's Not the Cookie, It's the Bag, and The Blind Blogger's New York City Adventures, How You Can Make Your Dreams Come True. Let's see. I have gone from being over 250 pounds overweight to being healthy thanks to gastric surgery and changing my lifestyle one small habit at a time. And I have uh, gone from being a guest on shows to coaching people about getting on shows to now I host my own show called What's Your Excuse? And I am what we're calling an online media publicist because before I came up with that name, there wasn't a name for it. And I basically help my friends and clients get booked on shows like yours so they can share their stories and reach audiences and, and hopefully build a platform or a brand that will let them grow their businesses.
0: How cool is that? I guess the first thing that I want to know is you're totally blind, right?
1: Yeah. The last time I was at the eye doctor, they put me on the machine and the machine says I have light perception, but I have very little, if any, peripheral recognition. And as an example, if I want to know if the light is on in my room, I have to actually look to where the light fixture is and then flip the switch. And then I can tell whether the light is on or off. So I have very little vision. But I consider it totally blind to be accurate, truthful, and it makes things simpler in conversation.
0: (laughs) Gotcha. Now, the thing I want to hit on is one of the things that we talk about all the time on the show is mindset. One of the things that I ask is, how do you overcome challenges? How do you take that, what most people would consider a disadvantage, and use that as motivation to overcome challenges?
1: Well, I think part of it has to do with the fact that I haven't always been totally blind. I have retinitis pigmentosa, so I lost my vision gradually for the most part. And so as an example, I've gone from using a typewriter to using a computer keyboard to now finally halfway using a smartphone or a tablet. So during my life, I was constantly having to adjust to a different level of available vision. And I think that was one of the things that kind of gets it into your mind that Adapting to new situations and new circumstances is something you're always going to have to do. Another thing that helps is I grew up with a family of people who ran a small business in a very tough industry, and you learn over the years that nobody gives a bleep about why you can't get something done. All they want to know is where's is the Ferris wheel, where's the tilt-a-whirl, and where can I get my funnel cake? So you get into a mindset of, as my dad used to say, what? Did we have a choice? And that's kind of translated into this whole thing I do now, which I didn't come up with, but I've embraced it. And that is, if Max can do it, then what is my excuse? And that's becoming a pretty common theme among people who follow me.
0: Max could do it. And what's my excuse? I love that. So if you had to give one or two, maybe three, what are your keys to success?
1: Oh, I got this one. This is easy one. There are three. First is always find solutions instead of making excuses. Two, be willing to ask for help, and more importantly, accept it when offered, even if you didn't ask for it. And three, always seek out the positive in life. Now, I want to come back to number two, because number two has got a couple things in there that are very, very important. One is that growing up a guy who's going to lose his vision, I was told all the time, hey, Max, never be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for information. There's no shame in asking. That's the way I was raised. That wasn't the way most sighted people were raised. Most sighted people were raised to believe that if you ask for help, it's a sign of weakness, stupidity, ineptness. It's bad when you have to ask other people for their help, information, education, inspiration, anything. You're just not supposed to do that. So I have an advantage there. And what I have finally figured out, and this has helped a lot of people, both sighted and blind, I was actually surprised how many other blind people have trouble asking for help. Didn't make any sense to me, but that's just me. Think about it this way. This is one of the really important points that people have to get. Okay, so this is the one you make a note of. When you refuse to ask for help, you are robbing the other person of the joy that they would have gotten from helping you. Now, the whole point is to put it on the other person, not on yourself. To go from ego-focused to focusing on how this affects the people around you. And I'm serious. A lot of people, once I explain it to them that way, they're like, Man, that makes a lot of sense because there are people out here in the world, they've spent years, if not decades, learning skills, picking up information, getting good at a particular sport or trade, and they're just waiting for somebody to come along and say, hey, I know you know this stuff, would you please help me? So of the three we just went over, two is the most important. And then sometimes people also get hung up when they get offered help that they didn't ask for. And that's because a lot of times we don't realize we're asking. We think we're just whining and moaning. We think we're venting. We think we're posting on social media. We think we're praying. We think we're having conversations with people where we mention something that's a problem for us, and then we get surprised when somebody steps up and says, hey, I can help you with that. And if it's as bad as it is for most people to openly ask somebody for help, to accept it when they didn't ask for it is like the graduate level course.
0: Let's take a quick break from this awesome conversation for a quick message from our sponsor. Seems everyone is podcasting
1: these days, but if you want to do it right and stand out from the crowd, you need to contact Enterprise Now. E-Now Podcast Solutions is second to none in providing best-in-class customer service and delivering top-quality podcast production. Podcast editing can be time-consuming and tedious. You're a podcaster. That's what you do best. Let us do the dirty work for you. Besides, it's what we do best. Then all you have to do is your awesome show. We can help with basic editing, mixing, promotion, delivery, tagging, and pro editing. Whatever you need, we can do it for you. Check us out and see all the ways we can make your podcast sound amazing and professional. Visit enterprise slash production.
0: Now, this next question is uh, kind of trips people up sometimes, but I like to ask it because I find it very interesting to hear people's answers and thoughts. If you could meet anyone in the world, who would it be and what would you say to them?
1: Yeah, that's a good question because are we talking about meeting in person or meeting online?
0: It could be on- It could be
1: online because really, if you think about it, nowadays there's really very little restrictions to meeting people. Famous, important, impactful. Well, let's see. Wayne Dyer is gone. I'll tell you, the first guy I really followed that, to me, was kind of a role model, and this actually caused me some problems later because I see him as doing, I used to see him as doing so much more with his life than I'm doing with mine, is a guy named Eric Wymamere. And I'm probably saying his name wrong. I spell it wrong all the time. He's the blind guy who climbed Everest. He's also climbed the rest of the Seven Summits. He's rafted solo through the river that goes down in Peru. He takes other people with physical disabilities and helps them climb Everest. And and for a while, I used to think, and I still would love to meet the guy. One of these days, I'm going to make it up to his no barriers thing in Colorado in the summer. But I used to think, this guy is killing it. He's much more important than I am. And he should be getting more love online or on TV or radio or whatever. And then I realized he's not better than me. I'm not less than him. We're just different. He's going to climb the mountains. Me, I started a website back when I had hand code HTML and everybody was using a 56K modem. So we all have our own stories. And sometimes we downgrade our story because we see somebody else who we think they're doing it better than I am no, they're not doing it better. They're just doing it in a different venue or in a different way. So Eric Wavimir, I just want to meet him somewhere where he won't ask me to climb a mountain with him because that just ain't my thing. (laughs) But he did write a great book. And in my opinion, it's not listed as a business book, but it ought to be. It's a book called Adversity Advantage. And when I read that and started reading what he was talking about with the whole idea that the adversity, the challenges are what make us the people we end up becoming. I'm like, Yeah, this is a guy I'm going to have to continue following and look forward to his next book. Awesome. So if you
0: had to give the enterprisers an actionable step or tip to improve their businesses or lives today, what would it be?
1: I would say pick one thing every day, one small concrete act, no matter how insignificant it may seem, and do that today and then get up tomorrow and find something else and do that again. And what will eventually happen is the goals you set for yourself will get bigger and bigger. The number of them you just set for yourself each day will get larger. I once had a friend who was a workout coach, and he told me, he said, you know, Max, I started just telling myself I was going to do one pull-up a day or one sit-up a day. And so I started telling people when they would ask me about writing, i say, look, if you have trouble getting started and getting in your writing as an author, don't say you're going to write for an hour. Don't say you're going to write for 30 minutes. Just tell yourself you're going to write for five minutes. So set yourself something. There's always at least one thing you can do every day. And if you will make a list of all the things that you think you need to do in order to accomplish your business goals or your personal goals or your health goals and do one of those things every day, eventually you're going to get there and you're going to start getting there quicker and quicker the farther the more you do it. because. I didn't start out having two websites, two blogs, and writing three books. I started out filing for a domain name, not knowing if I was even going to be able to have a website to go along with it.
0: Gotcha. It's amazing how when you start with one thing, one step, and you do that consistently over a a period of time, how far you're able to climb.
1: And it doesn't even take big steps. I mean, people, it's those little bitty sticking half a toe in the water or opening a door up so small of a crack that you can barely see the sunlight coming through it. Those really small things that will seem like nothing 10 years later are the most important ones.
0: Absolutely. If people want to reach out to you and connect, how can they do that?
1: They can go to theblindblogger.net or they can email me, just ask at theblindblogger.net or they can follow me on Twitter at Maxwell Ivy. Those are generally the easiest ways to find me. And I'm not one of these people who you have to want to hire in order to talk to. You don't have to have a good reason. Because to me, every time somebody clicks send and it has the courage to ask me a question or say hello, it's an opportunity to make a friend, a relationship. And you really never know where those things are going to lead. You never know what's going to happen but there are quite a few people out there who they answer their phones and they answer their emails based on what you're going to do for them. But I love meeting new people, making new friends, seeing what uh, new challenges or opportunities that God has in store for me through whoever he happens to put in my path.
0: Fantastic. Hopefully you can add me to that list of new friends. I feel like we've made a connection and I'm glad and excited that we were able to connect and I can share in your story that we've shared tonight. So I appreciate you sitting down with me and sharing your wisdom and experience with myself and the enterprisers.
1: Well, I appreciate the opportunity. It seems like it has taken months for us to get together, and it seems like it took 30 seconds for us to be done. (laughs) It's been a real pleasure, and I do count you as a friend. And I'm hoping that somewhere down the road, I'm going to get you on my show, or we're going to do something to help the other entrepreneurs make progress. And uh, I just want to thank you again for having me on the show.
0: Not a problem. I'll hold you to that. One thing that I can do, Max, is talk. So I love to do that at every (laughs) opportunity. (laughs) So we'll we'll have to connect.
1: All right. We'll have to do that. We'll have to do that.
0: All right, enterprisers. I know that I tell you guys this every single week, but it's true every single week. Yet another awesome conversation with another awesome person and entrepreneur. So head on out to the website, download three pieces of empowerment worksheet. I want you operating out of your awesome zone because that way things will flow through you and not just to you. So Head on out, download that, and let me know how it's going. Let me know if you get stuck, if you need help, or simply want to share your journey and how much clarity that you can bring by knowing what your passion, your purpose, and your path is. Again, as I say every week, I could not do what I do without you guys. So for that, I say thank you, and we'll talk with you guys next week. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something.